But first, we have our top story. We're going to bring us back to labor once again. We're going to have Eric Coolidge here as we talk about FedEx pilots who have rejected the latest proposal to get a labor deal done. Eric, what does this mean? And great to have you on this morning. Hey, good morning, Anthony. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, um, FedEx uh, pilots yesterday in a surprise move, they tallied the vote uh, for their tentative uh, agreement on a new uh, labor contract and surprise, uh, although I'd been hearing some rumblings that uh, there was dissatisfaction among the, the pilot cohort, um, they voted it down. Uh, pretty large margin, 57% to 43%. So basically throws negotiations, so it throws the whole uh, deal back into negotiation. We'll have to see how that proceeds because they were already in um, federal man, federal arbitration proceedings and not going well. And um, pilots had authorized um, union management for given a strike authorization um, if and when they were uh, released from the federal negotiating process. Um, so, um, you know, we'll have to see how that plays out. But, uh, you know, it's just a very interesting time in, um, you know, freight transportation on the labor front. There's so much, uh, so many companies kind of, and supply chains kind of seemingly at risk at various times of uh, disruptions. Um, you know, we have the UPS Teamster strike going on. We've had some other passenger airlines uh, with their pilots uh, signing deals. Uh, so it's a lot of activity on the labor front. There. As far as this particular argument goes, as, as they go back and forth to the negotiating table, other organizations and their pilots have gotten uh, a much, well, say much larger raise than FedEx turned down, the FedEx pilots turned down at this point. Are they looking for 35%, 40% even, uh, as your article mentioned, uh, in terms of what other organizations got and what FedEx is probably looking for? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, FedEx has been uh, considered kind of the, you know, industry leader, standard bearer for pilots, especially in the cargo sector for a long time. And, and you know, the jobs are on par as far as, uh, you know, prestige wise, uh, as with uh, some of the, you know, large passenger airlines. So, uh, you know, there's so many components to these labor deals that go beyond pay. But, you know, one of the, I think, over the course of the five-year contract, the uh, pay rates, uh, wage scales are scheduled to go up 30%. And that's a little lower than, you know, some of the other airlines. I think Delta airline pilots got 34% this year. Um, United um, Airlines pilots just agreed to a 40, up to a 40% increase in their wage scales. And American Airlines pilots were um, have a tentative deal close to that, but uh, they're balking even at that because they like the United Airlines deal better. And uh, American came back and said, well, we'll juice up the deal by a billion dollars. So um, I think Hawaiian Airlines had about a 34, 35% increase. So, you know, just even on that basic level, there were a lot of things that FedEx guys didn't like, but that was that was one of them. And Eric, of course, we're looking at UPS uh, August 1st, looking at that that date. Is there a timeline put out right now that we know of for the FedEx situation? No, it's open-ended. I don't know how, um, you know, that'll play out. Everyone's got to kind of re, you know, re-figure uh, themselves and figure out how, to, how they're going to restart negotiations. But, you know, it's interesting, the, the UPS pilots said they're not going to fly if the Teamsters uh, on the ground go on strike. And so FedEx was hoping to 
um, get some of that uh, potential, some of that business. I, I, you know, FedEx said there's not going to be any disruption. There's, you know, this is just standard procedure for them. Um, and as I said, there's nothing imminent. Um, so FedEx will be operating as normal for for a good while until you know we see what happens with the talks there. One interesting thing I would point out with the FedEx talks is uh, you know there's with FedEx doing a lot of cost cutting and restructuring, they've you know put people on notice that they want to kind of streamline the air cargo network, and part of that is outsourcing to third parties. So uncertain you know, under certain circumstances and the, the pilots are a little worried about that they they see there's some lack of job protections in this deal so uh, Eric as, as we look at obviously this is one situation one other situation we want to touch on that you reported on uh, several months ago for us is LAX getting some new infrastructure changing things up trying to be much more modern knowing how California likes to be kind of first in that regard. Uh, tell us what's going on at LAX as they try to modernize uh, that airport in terms of its air cargo facilities. Yeah, LAX, uh, Los Angeles International Airport's huge cargo airport uh, gateway in the U.S. Um, and, you know, just so much uh, traffic coming over from Asia going back and forth goes through there. But, you know, they have a really, it's an older airport. They have cargo facilities that are very old. A lot of the buildings are 50, 60, 70 years old and, you know, cramped, not configured for modern type of efficiency. And they're spread out uh, in different areas of the airport. So you got to truck things back and forth. It's quite inefficient. So they put out an air, uh, the airport authority put out an RFP in, um, you know, last September. And yesterday they announced uh, who they who they're picking to be kind of the developer and, the, and who will lease these lands and then, you know, build and construct and operate the, the facilities. And, and it's, you know, it's kind of an innovative project and very expansive, probably construction will probably last uh, well into next decade, but they're, they picked real term, which is a big airport um, infrastructure investment manager um, along with actually uh, some other partners, including a, a company that's a joint venture with uh, Magic Johnson Enterprises, which is the uh, business of former NBA great uh, Magic Johnson. So that'll be interesting. But some of the innovative things with this uh, cargo facility is everything will be sort of scattered. You'll have like a cargo center or everything will be in one or two locations. Lots of uh, high tech uh, uh, cargo handling and other technology. Definitely going to be exciting to see how this project comes along. Eric, thanks so much for joining us. We'll be sure to follow up on these labor talks as they develop. Definitely. Thanks a lot, Anthony. All right. Definitely interesting situation out there with uh, with FedEx and obviously with LAX. That could be a very, very interesting and probably state-of-the-art facility uh, in the months and years to come there as well. Let's take a look over at our, our wall and our first carrier update of the morning. 